sticking to our budget and having boundaries on, I I feel like the holidays, like we always spend so much money on people and it's kind of easy to go crazy when the stores look so beautiful and you want to buy everything and you just love everyone. And Hey friend, welcome to the ready to rise podcast with your host, me, Audrey Rose. This is the podcast all about taking your life to the next level. Join me on my journey as I create a life that I'm obsessed to wake up for every day. I hope that you are ready to create a life that you really, really love. Are you ready to rise? Kind of doing like a pre-holiday, you know, boundaries kind of theme. And so just thinking about like sticking to our budget and having boundaries on, I, I feel like the holidays, like we always spend so much money on people and it's kind of easy to go crazy when the stores look so beautiful and you want to buy everything and you just love everyone. And, but then you look Mm -hmm. at your bank account and it's like, oh shit, I just spent three grand out of, you know, money I saved for a down payment for a house or something. And it's like, no, I shouldn't have done that. And we have that buyer's remorse. So I wanted to talk a little bit about setting boundaries for yourself and yeah, just trying to stick to your budget. That's pretty much why I specifically wanted you to come on and talk in this episode, because for those of you guys that don't know Amanda, she's a spending behavioral strategist. She's like a, basically a budget boss. Honestly, um, she will really help you. She's helped so many women get on their journey as far as finances go. And she also has her own podcast called the financial fix her, which is how I met her. So really she, she does a lot of coaching. She has a free, um, it's a Facebook group. That's right. She has a free Facebook group and all kinds of stuff. So if you guys check the show notes, everything will be down there and, and yeah, I can't wait to see what you guys learn because this is, I don't know. I think it's a very important topic. So anyways, Amanda, I'll stop talking and let you get back to it. Oh my gosh. Well, this is a fun one, um, but you're you're also going to hate me. So really, and I, this has been said before, this is nothing new. I'm regurgitating. Um, getting good at saying no mm-hmm. is the fastest way to become successful at pretty much anything. And I'm learning a ton about that when it comes to like eliminating distractions as an entrepreneur, trying to grow and uh, become and, you know, get successful at that thing, right? That, that thing that's my uniqueness. And when it comes to money, um, yes, is the easy way. Yes, is the thing. Yes, I'll take that call. Yes, I'll go to that event. Yes, I'll have dinner with you. Yes, yes, yes. It's the easy thing to say. It's the path of least resistance, Mm -hmm. right? So, but when you say no, it's very difficult. So most people aren't really good at it, right? Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things that we have to kind of develop a skill to say no. And the the only way we can do that, yeah, is by prioritizing. And- Mm -hmm getting very clear on the things that we want to set as our, you know, focus. And when we know what our focus is, when I say focus, I mean goals and the places where we want to go, then we can then decide what our top priorities are, our our action list, the things that we're going to take action on and the things that aren't on that priority list that are going to go towards those goals and those focuses, we're going to, get rid of them. And, you know, that's 
saying no to the people that say, you know, Hey, can you attend this thing? Or can you do this thing for me? Um, give me 10 minutes of your time, blah, blah, blah. You know, saying no to the places going to the, to the events that aren't really serving you, maybe not so much the events that you want to put on your priority list because they're important to you, but that event that really, if it's not a hell yes, yeah, <laughs> make it a no. Makes sense. One of my favorite quotes. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know where I heard that. I've heard it several times, yeah. but if, you know, if it's not like, yeah, I really want to do that. It's it, then it's just not a priority. It's not something that, you know, gives you that fire. Like, um, you know, that's very cool. I'm interested, you know, then you can put it on your priority list and not feel bad about it, you know, and, and the things, um, you know, the shiny thing syndrome, as an entrepreneur, yes. you know, I've got that really bad. It's not easy, but when the holidays come around, man, them end caps, they will get you. Right. Okay? They will get, they oh will be gosh. yelling at you. Hey, look at me. Yeah. I'm bright and shiny. And oh, by the way, I'm on sale. And what okay? is it? What does target yeah. like pump into their, you know, ventilation system or it's whatever? Drugs. Like they're, yeah, it's, drugs. it's pure crack. <laughs> it's pure crack. Okay. No, like because listen, when you, when you are up in there, <laughs> do you not get this ridiculous? Like as soon as you walk in the door, it's almost like shopping is such a pleasure that your eyes get wide and you get oh my all. God excited like a puppy you know you like oh, i'm in a new place thing you went for there's some there's a smell in the air you know really it's, just, it's almost like you can taste yeah you can taste the air a little bit oh yeah and um three hundred dollars later you're like um yeah i'm broke now thank yeah. you target and i forgot the damn laundry detergent that the the actual thing that you walked in there for yeah get it yeah. The one thing that was on your list. Yeah. I understand. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was definitely, I target was my demise for a long time. <laughs> um, and I, let's talk about recovery a little bit. So yeah. being someone that's a natural spender and I always will be a natural spender. It's not something, it's always going to be something that's part of me, but because I was so burned by, um, overspending and not prioritizing my finances and just becoming a big hot money mess. Um, I learned the skills to refrain or to uh, not be so focused on instant gratification, you know, because we're human, right? We want to like that, that thing, we want it now, you know, but really do we need it? No. Yeah. Right. Like let's take a minute. So the one thing that um, has helped me was number one, staying away from those places, unless I have a clear agenda on why I'm going in there. What's, what do I need? What, you know, and obviously an agenda would include a list and, you know, you're prioritizing at that point. Um, but what I found was the longer I stayed away from places like that, that when I did have to go, I was clear on my priorities for why I was there. Right. But also when I went there, I took a little bit more time. And by taking more time to think through as I'm like walking through and I, I've got my, I'm filling my cart with things. Um, I'm not in a hurry being in a hurry, especially, you know, so I was a single mom for like a million years, it seems. Oh, wow. And I was always in a hurry to get in and get out. Like if I was going to the grocery store or target, you know, they've got food and clothes and all the things that you need at target. Right. Um, you know, I found that I was always just in this rush, 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 because I never had the time. And now because of the priorities, you know, so this is kind of like an all around, you know, full circle thing. When you become very 
good at organizing your priorities. Um, things like shopping aren't one of those rushed things anymore. Um, and, and that takes work. It takes years of budgeting and, you know, all the things, right. And just tracking, tracking, tracking. Yeah. But um, now I'm not usually in a real rush. It's rare that I'm in a rush when I go to a store. Okay. So therefore I'm able to take a second and think through my, my decision-making process when it comes to spending, I call it mindful spending. Mm -hmm. And that is the biggest money sa saver of all is because I can put something in my cart and think I need it. And as I'm still walking through the store, I might stop and reevaluate, reassess and say, you know what? I really don't want this or this thing, uh, you know, actually that costs blah, blah, blah. Like that, that's not worth that price. Oh, I can get that somewhere else because it costs this at that other store. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's just this, this whole, you know, holistic way of really building wealth, you know? So when I think like, okay, I can walk into the store and as opposed to spending $300, I can spend $100. I've just put $200 in my bank account, Yeah, you know, and, and, it, it's and it happens really naturally, you know, over time. Yeah. I like, I've been kind of like getting a lot into this, um, learning about like this abundance mindset and that kind of thing. And that's just reminded me of that. Like just kind of knowing yeah. I already have what I need. I already mm -hmm. have so much at home, you know, I don't need to add this to the pile. And then in that in turn, just knowing you already have the abundance and you don't need more material things. then that really does increase your abundance because you're not spending that money. Yeah. You know, what really happens too, as I, um, take my time, which, again, that doesn't come naturally. I'm very much, let's get to the next thing. Let's go, let go, go. Let's make a decision. Okay. So this is taking some work. Okay. Yeah. But I found that I also declutter regularly. So my life is extremely decluttered now. And, um, as I'm going through and I'm evaluating, I'm looking through my closet. Um, I do this like consistently, you know, daily, weekly type thing. And I just look through things and sometimes things just end up getting put to the side or put, I have this bag, for example, in my closet that gets filled with things that I'm no longer there that are no longer serving me or bring wow. me joy. Right. And, um, the con Marie, you know, effect, yeah. I guess they could call it, but, um, it, it's just become this routine and this habit over time. And therefore it's kept me out of the stores. Um, like, you know, say I have an event that I have to go to. I'm, I'm instead of having that mindset of, oh, I've got to get a new outfit for that event that I have to go to. Um, I'm my first place that I go and look is in my closet and in my drawers. And, you know, I'm not instantly going to, I have to buy a new thing. So it, and again, it's just been a process of elimination and prioritizing and staying really organized. And these yeah. do not, again, caveat, <laughs> this is not a natural, I am not, I wasn't born this way. Okay. I think I was born in a mountain of, you know, just stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot of work to get there. Sure. What, what could you like kind of suggest just as far as trying to get to that point, like maybe just starting with one thing, like cleaning out your closet or something like that. Oh yeah. Um, definitely, uh, 
very tiny actions. So that the way that I coach is by tiny actionable things, tangible things daily. Right. And, you know, of course I work on spending behaviors. So that's consistently tracking your spending. And when you have to take that next step to track something, obviously, you know, it's like you're being more mindful. There. It's like, okay, I spent this $10 on, on Starbucks, yeah. but um, now I have to log it. So I've taken that next step and end up in the process of logging it. Now I know what my budget is for that category, right? So I'm reminding myself of what my budget is for that category throughout the month. Every time I log my spending now, when it comes to getting organized and decluttering and, um, you know, setting those boundaries with myself, as far as like, you know, cutting back on the shopping, I do tiny things at a time such as, okay, I'm noticing that when I'm going through and I'm going through my drawers, I'm putting away laundry, that my, my drawers are starting to become messy. They're starting to become overflowed, right? Mm -hmm. Because we've added things over time, you know, we're shifting, we're transitioning. Well, take one drawer, just one drawer. When you have the time, right? Say you have this extra half hour during the weekend and you're like, just going to go through one drawer today, you know, as opposed to, I'm going to go through my entire dresser drawer. I think you know, that's and I, so like, perfect. It's so overwhelming when yeah. you, you know, cause it's a mountain and we don't want to climb a mountain in a day. Uh, we can't, right. It's just not possible. And looking at that mountain is, is enough anxiety to get us to quit anyways. So if we just take that one or honestly, I'll tell you the truth. I've actually gone through a half a drawer <laughs> and it's, and it served me so well, and, you know, yeah. like in one sitting, like I've taken 15 minutes and organized half of a drawer. Yeah. It's like something's and, better than nothing. Right. So in your, Oh my God. Yeah. Yourself into that mindset. Well, you're in a momentum then too. Mm. You're kind of like starting the cadence and like the, the wheels are turning and you've gone through something and now you've accomplished something. So, you know, the, the same thing with to-do lists, right? Like I don't like to-do lists. I don't teach on to-do lists, but what I do is I teach on done list. So mm. when we feel like at the end of the day, um, and I go through this, we all do because we have so many things going on and we have a priority and action list. I, I always have an action list, which is only three per day, but at the end of the day, I write down all the things that I did, such as talking to you today, this is going to go on my list of things that I've done. Yeah. Right. And I'm going to check it off. And it may seem so tiny and minuscule and weird even, but that sense of, I did all of these things today and oh man, wow, how far have I come? It's such a boost of confidence and a boost of like, okay, I can do this again tomorrow, you know, and I'm getting somewhere and I feel accomplished. So, and ultimately that will compound into a lot of really big successes. Yeah. And it's so good versus that feeling of like, oh my gosh, my to-do list is so huge. I haven't done oh, anything yeah. today. Like what? And mm -hmm. it's like, you actually have done a lot, but you haven't given yourself any credit for those things. Cause you're totally, it's, it can be debilitating and mm -hmm. you know, paralysis sets in. It's no good. Do you set like, so for holiday spending and that kind of thing, do you like just set a budget for yourself and then like try to implement those mindfulness tools and all of that into there's several different ways it really depends on the family the dynamics the person okay. um there's different ways but i'll give you a couple things yeah. that you could do it because again each person is different and their income and how much money they're working with right the margins and their income totally. um, monthly is different right so for some people they may set up a they call it a christmas fund in a bank account and actually many banks offer this where it even is a little like higher on the interest bearing but you you 
each of your paychecks, you can have a certain amount going into this account and it saves it for you. Um, and it's like a Christmas fund. And at the end of the, like, you literally can't take it out until the end of the year. Oh, wow. And at the end of the year, you could take it out and that's, that's your Christmas fund. Um, I've had several clients do that. Another thing that we do together is call it a sinking fund. Um, and that is where, you know, a couple months, three to six months beforehand, we set up a sinking fund. You know, we obviously determine how much each person is worth. And this, of course, comes into this, you know, the, the um, saying yes and no, who yeah. we're going to say yes to and who we're going to say no to, who really is important enough to, to get a gift from you, mm -hmm. right? Versus someone that's going to just get a card from you. Mm -hmm. Right. So we write, you know, write all that down and make decisions based on on that. And then we know how much we plan to spend because each person we don't always want to necessarily put like a dollar amount on everyone. But if we have a list of people, then we can kind of give an average and say, OK, an average would be, you know, depending on your budget, twenty five to fifty dollars per person or something. Yeah. And just using that round numbers as an example. So say our Christmas budget is a thousand dollars, right? So I know that based on my budget, because I'm budgeting and I'm consistently tracking, right? I know what my margins are in my budget. So that means I'm going to save, you know, $200 per month. And that $200 is going to take me five months, right? To get to that thousand dollars. Does that make sense? Yeah, so, and then sense. in your budget, you actually create a line, a savings line and call it, you know, Christmas fund, make it a fund. And um, every month you make sure that you're moving that money into that fund. So that's another example, a way to save. Um, and also I'm, I'm hearing a lot about just really starting now because with the pandemic and the shipping uh, prices and the, you know, things aren't secure anymore as far as like, you know, you say you want something overnight, it takes five days anyways. So just really being ahead of it and being intentional ahead of time is a really good idea. Um, so now is definitely uh, the time to start um, thinking through this. And if you see something uh, when you're out and about and when you're in that shopping zone and in that shopping mode and when you're intentional about shopping <laughs> yep. and you see something where you know this is a good gift for somebody that you, you know, for Christmas, don't put it off. If you've got the money, buy it now. And you, you put that in the closet where it, it waits to get wrapped for yeah. Christmas. So just kind of getting ahead that way. Um, that's been really helpful for me in the past. Yeah. I like also just kind of bringing it back to being intentional and like what you said earlier about like the end caps and stuff like that. It's like oh, man. making that list, knowing what you're shopping for, who you're shopping for, because the holidays are hard at stores. You know, it looks everything yes. shiny and beautiful oh. and you want it all. Girl, so everything smells that. so good, like strawberries. Yeah. And you're just like, it's all up. I'm all up in it. Mm. Right. A hundred percent. So yeah. it's like, yeah, just going in, buying those things, or maybe, um, what about using, like, if you have the Amazon, you know, subscription, so then it's like the prime shipping, maybe something mm -hmm. like that. So you're just getting it delivered and you're not going to the store. Yeah. So certainly, I mean, that's a good, that's a good way. Um, I have had to work against Amazon quite a bit in my work with clients, um, yeah. meaning, meaning, um, that I've had to do some things such as, uh, have a client detach their credit card so that they don't spend, you know, because the, the Amazon's a place where we can really go down a rabbit hole. And so there's ways to be more careful with Amazon, such as being a little bit more disciplined about making your list and checking it 
not twice, but like 10 times before you hit submit. Love okay? that. Yeah. So um, keeping that list, you, again, you're prioritized already with your list of those that you're going to buy for. If you want to really um, use Amazon as a tool to get that free shipping and, you know, as this, you know what, I'll use Amazon as an example of taking your time, because if you take your time and you've got that list in your shopping cart, you can then find some things that you have on that Amazon list cheaper somewhere else. Um, Amazon is not the cheapest dog in town. Okay. They're, they're not, they, they may have a lot of cheaper prices, um, you know, but for some, some things that are less quality, for example, than maybe you might find from a different store or something. Um, but in, in a lot of cases, like for instance, we quit Amazon prime just as a, you know, we had other reasons, like it was just, you know, but mostly budgeting reasons, um, several months ago. And I was actually upset. This is an, ex this is a funny story. <laughs> I was upset with my husband for doing it because he stopped Amazon prime without even notifying me or asking my permission. <laughs> and I was like, OMG, what am I going to do about sex in the city? Cause I had HBO right. through Amazon. Prime. Yes. I was watching <laughs> sex in the city and that, okay, I'm sorry. That's my little, you know, my, my single girl vice, right? Like this, right. you know, nobody, nobody messes with me when I watch sex, sex in the city, but anyways, so that's the only place that I watched it was through the HBO through Amazon or whatever. And, um, that was gone. And I was like freaking mad, but I was like, you know what? I didn't need, I I've seen sex in the city so many times. Yeah. It wasn't that really, really that important. Um, but what I found was, is once we no longer were attached to, to Amazon through the prime program that we could get free shipping anyways, I mean, some people don't even know this. You can actually still get free shipping even without prime, wow. as long as you have like a minimum of $35 or something. I don't oh remember what the gosh. minimum is, but yeah. So that's another thing. Like, so if you're not using Amazon prime for like the movies and stuff like that, then um, you really don't need it. And what that also did was by now. Okay. So now I have to have a minimum right before I order from Amazon. Okay. Yeah. So therefore it's going to take me a little bit more time to maybe get my list up and have, you know, enough there to get the free shipping. Okay. So therefore I'm taking a little bit more time. I'm being more mindful. And some of those things that are on the list, I've actually been able to buy somewhere else so I can take them off the list. So my list for Amazon sometimes takes a week for me to actually purchase, you know, um, because it's not something I need now. I'm again, yeah. I'm prioritized. So I, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of ahead and proactive of things that I might be running out of such as toothpaste, for example. So does that make sense? That's a smart way to do it. Yeah. And then you're not scrambling. See, I love that idea because then you're not scrambling when you're down to your last roll of toilet paper to go to totally. a store and then spend a hundred dollars on stuff you don't need. Yeah. Because you walk in for toilet paper and you're like, holy shit, this, this, you know, card yeah. area and this stationary yeah. and oh I love these pencils I'm like a pencil person oh and I love a really sharp pencil and like so I'm buying pencil just stupid things yeah. you know, that like really I don't need but it's like really cool and shiny yeah um, yeah so. oh I love it <laughs> can I add so um let's just mention real quick just where everybody can find you and then as far as coaching like do you have spots open or where would they go to try to sign up you know to get into your coaching 
Yeah. So I do one-to-one coaching. And of course, if somebody wants to hop on a free call with me to talk about that and to get a breakthrough, I offer that as well. You can find me on financialfixher.com. And of course I have my podcast, Financial Fix Her Podcast. And um, so I do one-to-one coaching, but I also have an academy program where I do all of my one-to-one work with a group. And that's been been, um, going on since February. I've had that program going, um, running strong and staying steady and consistent with uh, growth and with women being successful in there with, uh, you know, growing their wealth. So it's been really, really cool. So that's the Financial Fixer Academy. Yeah. So you can find that on financialfixer.com forward slash academy as well. But, um, and you can look me up on Facebook and in my community. Uh, You're also part of my community. Yes. And I love um, it. Yeah. So I can always just give you my link tree and everything is on there as well. Oh yeah. Perfect. um, The financial. So I've branded everything, I think pretty well, you know, just to kind of, so you can find me. So financial fix her community is uh, on Facebook. So, and that's a free group and it's a really fun group that I'm, I've been managing for a while now. It's been growing and it's been really fun. I love it. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for chatting. Oh my gosh. Thank you. This was so fun. Yay. I'm so happy you were able to make it to another awesome episode. Don't forget if this resonated with you, take a screenshot, tag me in it on Instagram at enlightened period wellness, or if it's something that one of your friends needs to hear, don't hesitate to send it out. Let's get this message across. Have a blessed day.